0: Section four of the Silly Cyclopedia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kate McKenzie. The Silly Cyclopedia by Noah Lot. Chapter four. H to L. H. He laughs best who laughs with a full stomach. How many people in this world are being coaxed when it's a club they need? Here are two things any man can find in the dark a carpet tack and a limburger sandwich. Handsome is as handsome does them, the motto of the bunco steerer. H, the eighth letter of the alphabet, which is all broken up because Englishmen have dropped it so often. Get up. Ha, an exclamation of surprise used in connection with other dark blue words when you step on a tack. Ha, ha. Something the world tries to give you on the slightest provocation. Hair. The fur that pays a temporary visit to a man's head for the purpose of falling out later on. Hard job. Trying to live without working. Hard work. The sugar of life. But it is surprising how many people prefer lemons. Health. The ability to eat meat for breakfast without having to rush to the drugstore. Heat a scheme invented by nature for the purpose of sending human beings to the seashore, the mountains, and the hospital. It is from the Latin words, ain't it which means much or little according to the size of the hotel you stop at. Hero, a person whom we all delight to honour, because the facts in the case prevent us from throwing the hammer at him, a man who goes into history and cannot get out again. Highball, a drink in the hand which is worth two headache powders in the drugstore. Hog. A man who thinks everybody should move over and give him the end seat. Honesty. The best policy after they catch you trying the others. The excuse that a politician always has up his sleeve. Hope. A firm belief in tomorrow, with the ability to take gracefully a transfer to the day after tomorrow. Horse show. A place where the women show the horse that he has no show. Society's parade grounds where one dress is as good as another until the price is known husband a domestic animal invented for the purpose of giving a wife something to worry about see foreflush also look in the discard humidity something which comes in through the window and goes out through the pores. a warm proposition any way you take it a brother-in-law to torture and a half-sister to hades the word comes from the swedish language socketudum which means melt you spitz and melt hypocrite a knocker which is out of order except when your back is turned i it is a wise son that owes his own father it takes a lot of money to teach a duke how to love an american heiress if we could see ourselves as others see us many of us would wear a mask it takes three people to engineer a quarrel two to make it and one to run for a policeman Aye. The ninth letter of the alphabet, used principally by touchers in connection with O and U, thus I-O-U. Ice, a substance the world uses to put a damper on swelled heads. Ignorance, a lack of knowledge. For instance, the man who never heard of a microbe sometimes has the colic, but he never gets appendicitis. Milton, page 7. Impossibility, a stuttering man trying to make a bluff. Incongruity. A man who prays with such noise in Sunday school that he sprains his voice and then goes home and beats his child for talking too loud on the Sabbath day. Indolent. A lazy man just before he becomes a loafer. Irony of fate. A man with an invitation to a beefsteak dinner who has to stay home because his wife has acute indigestion. Indian Commissioner. The gentleman who invented the idea of opening up barber shops near the Indian reservations so that lowe could get his hair clipped by a reaping machine once every year whether he needed it or not the idea of marconi's wireless telegraph system pales into insignificance before the idea of coaxing a wild indian away from the reservation and running the remorseless horse clippers over the wild foliage to which his head has been acclimated these many years this is a noble suggestion and no doubt the indians will take kindly to the barbers and pay them much attention even if their Tommyhawks and scalping knives are a little dull at first, in the dramatic language of the plains, Biff Hawkins of Spotted Dog, Idaho, thus describes the opening of the first barber shop in the vicinity of an Indian reservation. Hist! The speaker was the bootblack in one of those handsome, hand-painted barber shops, which a loving government at Washington has placed at intervals along the border of the Indian reservation. What is it, Mike? said Sniffles the barber. Hist! Again that ominous word and Mike pointed feverishly at the distant horizon. On it, an Indian was walking, steadfastly. Onward, onward, onward. Remorseless as a gas bill, the Indian came onward, to the barber-shop. Sniffles, the barber, jumped quickly into his armour-plated working clothes, and Mike, with a sad smile of farewell, crawled into the cyclone cellar and closed the steel doors. The Indian entered the barber-shop. You're next, said Sniffles politely. "'I know it,' said the Indian. "'But I was put next only an hour ago, hence the delay. "'The bay rum, please.' "'You want it for the hair?' inquired the barber. "'No, I want it for a souse,' said the Indian. "'Get in the chair, please,' said the barber. "'Man behind the snip-snap speaks foolish,' said the Indian. "'I am not for a haircut. "'I am for that bay rum idea. "'Keep thirst. "'Don't keep me waiting.' The barber turned pale as the awful truth flashed across him what is your name he said painfully man afraid of a shampoo said the indian sullenly nice indian pretty indian good indian you are not compelled to get your hair cut you know said the barber wishing to avoid bloodshed pale face give me heap pain said man afraid of a shampoo fiercely sniffles the barber trembled and believed him ugh said the indian ugh has the same meaning in indian as the word oof has in english when i came in pale face said i was next said man afraid of his shampoo well i am next to this business you have bay-rum and i have a thirst let us get together but the bay-rum is used only on the outside of the head said the barber i have original ideas about bay-rum said the indian therefore i have decided to use it on the inside of my neck but bay-rum is five cents extra with a haircut whispered the barber it was his last whisper in that shop shouting the battle cry of the cherokees the indian grabbed the bay-room bottle and poured it carefully over his thirst this was followed by a bottle of hair-tonic which seemed to go to his head then the indian swallowed a bottle of whisker dye and all seemed to grow black before him the barber groaned in agony it was thrilling when last seen the indian was drinking a bottle of dry shampoo and foaming at the mouth while he blessed the white father at washington for inventing the barber shop that afternoon, Sniffles, the barber, and Mike, his undersecretary, walked back to Washington, and handed in their resignation to the Interior Department. J. Jolly not that you be not jollied. Justice is blind for the reason that some lawyers would give her a pain if she could see them. Journey's end in porter-tippings. Just as you value yourself justly, just that much you are valuable. J. The tenth letter of the alphabet, Used almost exclusively to designate a robe with rubber in the neck. Whatever that may be. Jag. See gold cure. If that hasn't any effect, see an undertaker. Jockey. A hero or a slob. It altogether depends on where the horse finishes. Joke. Something that's extremely clever. When we make it ourselves. Jolly. Flattery with a smile on its face. Jolt. The thing a man gets who thinks he knows it all. Joy. Gladness with the lid off. Jug. A place to keep the material before it becomes a jag. Judgment. An ability which some men get credit for having when, in reality, they are merely lucky at guessing things. Justice. The name we give it when the verdict is the way we want it. K. Kisses go by favourable circumstances. Kidders are as happy as kids till somebody kids them. Keep a stiff upper lip, especially when you're shaving yourself. Knockers never have weak lungs. K, the eleventh letter of the alphabet, pronounced, as in knuckle. Keen, a grafter with a victim in sight. Keno, what the grafter says when he's through with the victim. Keep, the motto of the trusts. Key. An instrument used at 2 a.m. in connection with a door to determine whether a man is sober or not. Kerosene. An ambitious substance used by cooks when they want to go out through the kitchen roof. Kicker. A man with a grouch on the inside and a voice on the outside. Kiss. A sigh set to music. The oldest monopoly in the world, with the exception of John D. Rockefeller. A kiss is the soul's cocktail. A wireless message from he to she, with a little peaches and cream on the side. Knocker. A hurdle in the way of the worthy. A chin critic. An expert with the harpoon. L. Love laughs at everybody, except the girl's papa. Laziness generally attacks every part of a man, except his tongue. Lots of men spend two dollars' worth of worry over the loss of a quarter. Look around and you'll see that the world likes to side with the man who has the cash. L, the twelfth letter of the alphabet, captured some years ago for the purpose of describing the elevated railroad. Labour, trying to get back the money you loaned. Lady, a gentleman woman. Lamb, a young mutton head that goes into Wall Street. Lark, a bird of a name given to a bird of a time. Light, an excuse used by the gas company to collect money. Literary failure a man whose brain was unfit for publication. Lobster, a shine after he gets in the swim. Loafer, a man who believes the world owes him a living and sends another man to collect it. Love, a certain party who is supposed to be blind, but he doesn't seem to have much trouble in finding someone to lead him around. End of section four.